1: Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson.
0: When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, and celebrate,
1: that's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Nice was a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He 3,
2: seven The ticket at the What up? This is old school. Jay Foreman. Austin DP is out handling some stuff. Knowing that uh, we want him to know where he's in our uh, prayers and thoughts. Um, this is old school. Brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop located at eighty uh, fourth and Havelock and thirtieth and Yankee Hill. Every type of meat and every type of cut uh they do have friday lunch specials i think i'm gonna get one of those this weekend this week austin because i know it's on last time i uh got one it was good so they always be sure to check out the mercados uh website and they will let you know what their lunch specials are specials are and uh we're coming from you uh live again from the tickets new uh location 1040 o street another beautiful day um we are in fall but this is a beautiful fall day um a good day to practice good football weather um is was, this
1: the best football weather
2: no i like it a little bit colder okay so it's what like 75 76 mm-hmm. yeah i like it about 68 69 degrees crisp out there to where you know you're going to get a good sweat but then also you uh know that uh you know it's it's cold enough as as well so And plus the hits, the hits, the hits hurt when it's a little crispy
1: outside. Sure, as a linebacker, you like that.
2: Yeah, you like that. So, obviously, a lot coming out of uh, Husker camp, and everybody's with the assumption, as we talked about on the crossover, that uh, you know another start for Heinrich Harburg. And so, you know, I just think it's the beginning of the week. It's their really the first day of practice. You know, Blaze Gunnarsson was up there today, and they they have nicknamed it Bloody Tuesday. So that means it's probably their biggest hitting day, and they'll probably get after it again tomorrow. Probably more situational stuff, third down, and all that other stuff. And then the way these guys do it now, which is weird, is they have a walkthrough on Thursday, and then they have kind of like a mini practice Friday. I Austin, I, I, I ain't never heard of no stuff like that, but they, huh. they must got science behind it because they practice Sunday and kind of. As needed Monday or whatever, and I get it. You need to kind of decompress and get away from it. But I I never showed up to a game not fresh. So you know, but you know, they got a lot more stuff to back up what they're doing. So today was a big day for them, and then uh, you know, playing against a team like Michigan, um, it'll test you. As physically, they're going to test you, right? And you're Mm going to be ready to go because you just. You've been lifting weights, you don't want to embarrass yourself and stuff like that, so you're going to go out there and, and ideally play physical. Where they test you is mentally, which then leads to physicality. And and how that is, Austin, is they're going to come, they're going to bring it, they're going to be physical, they're going to finish every play, they want to see if you can finish every play, and can you execute whatever call it is on defense or offense at a high enough uh, um, percentage to stay in the fight, and that's why you got to bring it to him. But I, I'm a firm believer about Michigan players, right? And I played against a fair amount. I obviously played against Brady. Big fan. I'm a big fan of Charles Woodson. I played against mm-hmm. numerous of Michigan offensive linemen. Uh, played against Steve Hutchinson, who was a bona fide. I'm not sure if he made first-team Hall of Famer, but he definitely should have been. Played against some other guys, John Jansen. But this is one thing overall, just a, just a flat, you know. A, blanket you know, statement. Blanket statement. Yeah. Michigan players, okay. I'm gonna tell you this right now. If you bring it to them, they do not like that.
0: Hmm. They,
2: they, they. I'm telling you, if you bring it, if you bring it to them, they do not like that. What they like is to bring it to you and then you break. They don't like you yeah. punching back. No, or first. First, and we mm-hmm. punch harder or as hard. That's just the way they always been. They're, you know, they're they're like the, you know, I generally hated Michigan players. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I don't I mean, I, I I have a I like I love Tom Brady. Have a ton of respect for him because I was a Tom Brady fan because watching him and I had a teammate that played at Michigan, so I don't hate all Michigan players. But I was like, this dude is way better than Drew Henson. But Drew Henson is like from like you just keep playing this dude, <laughs> like Tom. You you like Drew Henson and all those dudes that mess the game up and they be like, here you go, Tom. Hey, I mean, we just <laughs> do it. Clean it, up. Yeah, we just dookie it in the bag and now you make, you know, make it smoke. And he always did. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Steve Hutchinson was great and I knew he was going to be great, but you play against some other guys and they're just Michigan dudes. They're just kind of like the, I equate them to like the frat dudes when they go, when you, if you go to a frat party, they got the cashmere sweater around their neck and they, you know, they're big dudes, they're strong. And then they just try to put like visine in your drink.
0: And have yeah. make you have diarrhea.
2: Mm-hmm. So, and that, and I, and that's because of wedding crashers, right? So they're oh, like, yeah. Yes. So it's the dudes yes. from wedding yes. crashers. Yes. but that's the way generally Michigan players are, and that's the way they they are right now. Like if you saw last year against TCU, you bring it to them. Physicality is done, not mm-hmm. done, but you bring it to them. Then you know it's on. That's their. That's their. That's their. Like that's their knockout punch. That's their golden ticket. That's what they lean on. And then it allows them to do other stuff. So if you bring, I, I, I would encourage these guys to play. Obviously, technique and stuff is imperative. Mm-hmm. But when you do it, do it like you're pissed off every single day, every single rep. Then it becomes second nature. See how they react. I'm, I, I'd be willing to bet if they all took that type of mentality. If we did a poll after the after the game, they would be. Very surprised on the reaction that they got. I
1: think it's important to say, don't do it Colorado State style.
2: No, Colorado well, be Colorado's, disciplined,
1: do No malice. Just execute the gameplay and do it at the highest level you, you possibly physically can. But I'm not necessarily shocked to hear you say that about Michigan players, because that's kind of the vibe I get from their fans. Yeah. As big a stadium as it is, oh, people like it, to go just because it's a historic stadium. And but, play, say you went there. Right. Michigan... Thinks of itself as the blue blood
2: yeah, in college they, football. And you not. know,
1: wine and cheese. That's I exactly. like the, the sweater yacht club kind of that's kind exactly of example. That's exactly what they are. Right, and right. if that's what their players are, you, you can see that. Like TCU punched them first right. and kept punching them. Yeah, compare that to what Michigan's done to Ohio State the last couple right. of years. Exactly, Michigan able to hit Ohio State first. Ohio State hasn't been able to respond. Right. Yeah, TCU had as good of athletes, if not better. Mm -hmm. And they hit first. Michigan likes feeling in control, like they're in power. When someone challenges them, they don't like it.
2: No, they like to show up and then they think that you're intimidated because they're either Michigan and they are a well-coached team. They're physical. Mm -hmm. They execute. They got speed. They got everything you need, but there's just their mentality over time. That's who they are. And, you know, when you mention Colorado state, like that's pure stupidity. Like, at some point in time, you have to be an embarrassed as a coach that you're in a rivalry game and you lost the game because you couldn't control your team. Because you're too busy being petty to play. Right, and so that let you were more you were more fixated on the hoof law than the game, mm-hmm. and you will never get that moment back. And that's what's also great about this game is, you know, really, if, you know, I would if I was talking to the team, it's like, man, you got nothing to lose, man.
1: Not a but single thing.
2: You, got, you don't have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And you got everything to gain. And so now, when you go into this game, you shouldn't worry about nothing. I mean, you should really, you know, you should really be trying to tee off on these dudes with absolutely malice and bad intentions. Mm-hmm. And 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 then see where you see where you are after that. Make every, you know, play your best game. You're not going to play perfect. Play your best game. Play better than you have the first four weeks, and, and let's see what let's see what happens. And I guarantee you, if you ask them afterwards, you'll be like, you know what? And then you'll you'll get more after get get more out of it. And the, you know there is a way to for Nebraska to beat Michigan. That's on the coaches and on the players to execute mentally going into this game. You should actually feel freer going into this game, mm-hmm. right? The odds are stacked against you. You should be extremely motivated. You're at home. There's not anybody that's going to be on any of the shows, pregame shows, realistically. That's going to pick you to beat Michigan or for the game to be close. You have, you know, you know who they are. They know who you are. You played them last year. You played them at home under adverse uh, conditions. You're starting quarterbacks out. Chuba Purdy's first uh, start under. I mean, it was it essentially looked like a monsoon up there. They jumped up on you quick, but they didn't beat you physically as far as running the ball. That's what. That's the. So you have to start to go like that. And it was real interesting, Austin. I wanted to ask you when they asked Coach Rule about mental toughness yesterday. I don't know if you saw it, but he started to mention like building the players up. And see, this is a, like it has nothing to do with Coach Rule, but this is a modern day fan's misconception of hard coaching. And you see this all the time in basketball because we mm-hmm. obviously we coach basketball and it's no different coaching is coaching football basketball soccer it's all it's all it right hard coaching is not tearing a player down hard coaching is knowing the expectations that they have set forth and know that you can play to those expectations and you're only going to get coached hard after about four or five times you haven't reached those reached those expectations because they know you're better than that and they want you to play up to your potential Mm -hmm. now there's different ways to go about it right um, Coach Osborne coached us hard I mean he did And those assistant coaches Coaches extremely hard And we worked extremely hard in the weight room Urban Meyer had his thing We've seen the video uh, Ryan Day coaches his players hard it, And it could be You know You also could be very Like hard coaching And uplifting Mentally as well mm-hmm. One of the funniest stories well, I'll say real quick Before we went to break And I'll never forget this And obviously they have the big facility Where they're at now so, and, and Austin, I'm telling you, I felt like my whole body, it, it, I, I was just walking just to just, I was just, I was like, I just want to get to the the locker room, uh-huh. right? And I was just g- gassed. And we had a long practice and we ran gasses afterwards. We ran like three or four gasses. So you're just tired, right? Mm-hmm. And you're and I remember walking on the track, you know, from, uh, there was always this track there we, we, when we practiced on grass and then we were, I was walk, we were walking back towards the uh obviously stadium locker rooms mm-hmm. and coach Osborne was there and I'll never forget I'm sweating you know <laughs> I'm just dragging my feet and I was like dang coach you know I was like you bringing us to the brink of destruction I mean that's what I felt like <laughs> my head felt like it was I mean it was throbbing everything hurt you know what I mean feet was just uh, hurting i mean you know we had those, melted it, to it, them. yeah you know, you're sweating so much. you coming out your cleats and all this other stuff. You know, the shirt just drenched. And he was like, yeah, I am. He's like, but by that first game, I'll make sure you built up. Mm-hmm. And then he kept it moving. And so that's the type. But that's the thing. The hard coaching. He recognized it. It is hard. But it's the best thing for you. By that first game, I'm going to make sure you're taken care of. And lo and behold, when I went out there as a redshirt freshman, Against Oklahoma State, I think it was on Thursday night, which was hot down there in the middle of Oklahoma. We were ready to go, and and that's the thing that where I think Matt Rule was talking about is like you got to work the guys hard, but you got to also build them up to where you know the one of the bigger things that he has to do with this team, and I think he's I think he's learning on the job because one thing is like when everybody's competing for their job, like start you know to stay on the team first mm-hmm. of all, or to be welcomed you know to kind of have a position potentially on the team. Everybody's on their best behavior. Longevity will show you who the players are, but then also it will show you where they're at mentally. So he's learning a lot of things about this team, which is a mix of new, old and, and, uh, some kind of middle of the road players. Um, some guys that came out of nowhere, you know, as far (laughs) as getting spots that maybe he didn't forecast, you know, before the season, and he's trying to. And he. And when he's talking about mentally. He's trying to get these guys out of their own way, and there's some. I feel there is some credit to it, but I also feel like if you talk about it, then it becomes like a crutch. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if I say, like, okay, you know, you, you're, you know, say in basketball terms, you know, say you say, I said, hey, a hey, Austin, I need you to work on dribbling with your head up being better off the bounce, going to your left, being able to get to your secondary move off your right, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, say you you play against Bellevue West and you get ripped, you know? And then I was like, oh, well, it's in your head. Well, no, not really. You just, that, that dude's good. Mm-hmm. He just got locked up by Josiah Dossler. He locked everybody up. That's just <laughs> That'll the happen. Hey, nature versus nurture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what yep. do yep. Nature always wins. Rates. With that being said, we always win here. Old school, Jay Foreman, Austin sitting in, DP, we thinking about you. We're going to go to break, and we're going to come back and talk about mentality and, I guess, the confidence factor Mm -hmm. and where it comes from, where I think it comes from, where it could come from from them. Jay Foreman, old school. We'll be right back.